Hello there, good day everyone, and welcome to another episode of Left After Breakfast, broadcast from 3CR, your only radio left. Susanna here with you, and I'll be joined by other members of my Left After Breakfast team as the program continues. Your favourites for a start. So, welcome to regular listeners and indeed to anyone who has just tuned in. Good on you. Well, dear listener, have you settled down from the election results yet? It looks like we're going to have a very busy time keeping our eyes on Peter Dutton. Unfortunately, it's not going to be easy on our eyes doing that, but it's something we have to do. And listen, please, don't call him Voldemort. Have some compassion. He doesn't like it. Remember that his name is Peter Dutton. Not Potato Head and not Voldemort. Besides, these trivialising names hide the intrinsic nature of that man, former Queensland copper. I wanted to remind you of something else that we have in our country, and it's called the Nationals. Now, we mustn't forget them. Just how did we get into this position where a group of broad-brimmed, hat-wearing coal fondlers determine Australia's livable future? Do you ask this? Unfortunately, most Australians don't ask that at all. And how do they manage to get away with pillaging Australia's resources for the benefit of their fossil fuel and water owner overlords and then demanding more money for something called the Regents. Oh, the Regents. That's a code word for their mining donors. How did we get here, listener? The National started political life in 1920 as the Australian Country Party. They discarded the word country in their title in 1982 and disappointed so many word punners everywhere. A party that started as a collection of farmers determined to remind Australians that farmers exist and farmers matter. It has since morphed into a party that's determined to remind us that even though we exist, we don't matter. And how relevant is the National Party anymore? We all know family farms are decreasing in numbers as corporate farms are increasing in their size. Rural electorates are now made up of smaller cities and towns, telecommuters and complex industries, mainly health and education. The Nationals, of course, brought ruling power to the Liberal Party which for many, many years has never been able to maintain an election in its own right. It's a marriage of convenience, not the least of which is saving the besuited Liberals from ever having to get in a car and drive to God knows where to discuss politics in a pub with people who don't wash their cars. The Nationals con the locals into thinking they're looking after the regions and the Liberals concentrated on avoiding an ICAC. But the truth is that the Nationals are a small, dysfunctional, barely representative 
political party that has held a knife to the throat of not just the Australian population, but by default, the world. But in the national electorates, the under-35s increasingly vote for the Greens and for independents. So, Nationals, grab those goodies off the table while you can. The pub is closing. It's the last call for drinks. The future is coming fast and it's planning on making you irrelevant, banishing you deep into that bush, a place you say you so revere, a place where, finally, no one can hear you scream. Dad, Dad. Dad, hit the road, Jag, and don't you come back no more, no more, no more, no more with the road, Jag. Don't you come back no more. What you say, hit the road, Jag, don't you come back no more, no more, no more, no more with the road, Jag. Don't you come back no more. Hit the road, Jag, and don't you come back no more, no more, no more, no more with the road, Jag. Don't you come back no more. What you say, hit the road, Jag, don't you come back no more, no more, no more. Jack, not to come back no more. No more, no more, no more, no more. No more, no more, no more, no more. No more, no more, no more, no more. Hit the road, Jack, don't come back no more, no more, no more. Hit the road, Jag, and don't you come back no more, no more, no more, no more with the road, Jag. Don't you come back no more. What you say? Hit the road, Jag. Don't you come back no more, no more, no more, no more with the road, Jag. Don't you come back no more. No more, no more, no more, 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 no more. Hit the road, don't come back no more, no more, no more.
So now we have someone else to keep our eye on. David Littleprout. Now David says he joined the Nationals 40 years ago when he was six years old. Oh my word, that's a strange little boy. I've known plenty of six-year-old boys and six-year-old girls who have never thought of joining a political party, a birthday party maybe, but signing up to the Nationals, could he even sign his name? Yeah, well, okay, we know his parents did. But still, it's not the kind of thing I'd be boasting about. I joined the party when I was six. I do tell people at times that I joined the Labour Party when I was a teenager. When I was 15 and wanted to meet some boys, I had a chance of joining the Catholic Bushwalking Club or joining the Young Labour Association. I didn't go for the bushwalking. Perhaps I should have. Life would have been a lot easier for me, I'm sure. But anyway, I certainly wasn't six. But who cares? Who cares? At least we won't see Barnaby the Beetrooter anymore. Well, let's hope. Touch wood. FreeCR's annual Radiothon fundraiser launches in June. We need your financial support to be independent, community-controlled and focus on people rather than profits. Your support during Radiothon keeps the station strong and enables us to give voice to hundreds of people and issues for another year. And remember, any amount you can afford makes a big difference and all donations over $2 are tax-deductible. 3CR Radiothon, show your support during June 2022. 3CR, keep community strong. Yes, it's that time of year again, listener. Time for our Radiothon. And the date for this program is Friday 17th of June. I will be reminding you of that and talking some more about it a little later on. But in the meantime, I will be going over to the BL from the bush all the way from the bush up there, and not a national, no, believe me, take my word for it. But before we listen to the BL, I would like to play some music just for him. In fact, every time I hear this song, I think of him. And take the bread from off my plate But you can't break me Lock me out, chain the gates Put black shirts in with dogs and mace I'll hold the line, won't step away Cause you can't break me I belong, you belong We belong to the union Don't count me out when I'm on the floor We'll win again, we've won before The streets will ring with a 
mighty roar Cause you can't break me Stocks rise up on workers' backs Profits soar while you hand out the sack Boardroom bullies bloated and fat But you can't break me Australia's sold to mates offshore Backroom deals and shonky law This day has come, we say no more You can't break me I belong, you belong, we belong to the Union I belong, you belong, we belong to the Union We won't turn away if you dare us to fight I swear I'll never lay down and die Strong women and men united as one Cause you can't break me There's a warning here to the men in grey The piper's come, it's time to pay We're taking back what you stole away Cause you can't break me I belong, you belong, we belong to the Union I belong, you belong, we belong to the Union Yeah, g'day comrade, great listeners, it's a BL from the bush calling in, hope you're all bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, recovered from the week before's events, getting rid of this cruel, heartless, vindictive, see a struggling head kick it, coal elition government. And I'd just like to say, uh, listener, to the listeners, uh, thank you, congratulations for all the work you've done and doing your bit to help get rid of this mob. I reckon you'd be a lot less worried and relieved. As Susanna said last week, she was pretty well relieved that we didn't have to go through another three years of this this Morris and his, and his henchmen putting the wrath of the of the government down upon the, the society's most vulnerable and needy and doing it with gusto. They seem to take pleasure in it, is what I could see. But anyway, don't have to worry about that anymore, listener. We got rid of the mongrels, and that, that's something to be very proud of for all those who uh, helped do us do that. And, you know, I know he's gone and everything, but it just goes to show you what depths this mob went would go to and did go to. And on the very last day, it's like the death throes of a, someone out, you know, like a, someone getting hung or whatever, the death shake set in. And Morrison give the OK to, to release the uh, news that the great border force turned back a boat of, of fleeing refugees. Well done, you know. Didn't do you any good in the end, you mongrel, but still. That's that's the limit that this bloke would go to to keep himself in, in power or thought he was going to keep himself in power, to use the plight of someone that was just in dire, you know, a boatload of refugees. Oh, look, look, we've sent him back. Well, you know, guess who got sent back? You got sent back, mate. You copped your right whack. Hopefully that's the last we'll ever hear or see from you. It was good to see that uh, the first thing that come out of Albanese's mouth on uh, election night was... That he was going to implement or help, help set up the set up the um, Uluru statement from the heart, get that up and happening, and 
You've got there the first Aboriginal woman minister now that's going to be uh, pushing that barra. So that's that's something that's really, really made me uh, quite uh, happy about it all. Linda Burney was her name. So, you know, listen up, we, we just, let's hope that we we, uh, we can see a little bit of light. But um, don't forget, uh, they're all politicians, they're all tarred with the same brush, these mongrels. So what we do here at 3CR and whatever is we keep them, try and keep them honest and inform you, the listener, what the mongrels are up to. You know, what, what we'd be sort of expecting from this mob now is is to fix our hospital system and our aged care workers and because they are just absolutely being decimated throughout all this through lack of support from federal government and what have you. So that's something that they've got to look forward to. And uh, you know, the aged care workers are said and the hospital workers. You know, I was only thinking the other day about all this and just listening to different interviews with, with the health, health workers and that. And I sort of couldn't help but go back to 1986 when our good old comrade uh, Irene Bolger led her, her troops out, let them out the door. I just wonder what she'd be thinking today of, of how the system that she helped build up to something credible was just being absolutely decimated. You know, my thoughts certainly do go out to the to the people within the hospital system. So again, the uh, the climate change listener is back on on now. Should hopefully to get back on the uh, agenda. Hopefully they'll sort of sort out something to um, help give our kids a bit of a future. I haven't got a real lot this week, listener. Just wanted to say again, thanks a lot. Uh, congratulations to everyone and did their bit. It's good to see the bag man back in full flight. We'll just see how we go uh, over the next few weeks. See if we can keep Albanese honest with a few things he's got on his plate. I mean, you know, talk about a hard road to hoe that he's got in front of him. But anyway, we'll just see. And the Greens, well done to the Greens too. They've picked up some good seats and whatever. So they'll be out. They'll be making things a bit, bit interesting as well. That's about it for me this uh, week, comrades. You know, it's just, I am, I am stoked, I've got to tell you, just to see the end of that, that miserable bastard, I tell you, he, he just, he enjoyed making people miserable, he really did. Just because he's miserable himself, everyone else had to be in the same boat. Anyway, listener, uh, that's enough for me, I'll uh, go out the same old way, dare to struggle, dare to win, if you don't fight, you lose. Good morning from Left After Breakfast, the only show left. 3CR Get ready to add your support during our annual Radiothon and help keep communities strong. 3CR Radiothon Fundraiser, June 2022. To donate, call 03 9419 8377 or donate online at 3cr.org.au. 3CR Radiothon 2022. Keep communities strong. And what a lovely pair we have as opposition leaders, dear listener. It's quite funny, really, even though it's very frightening. What I find amusing, even though it chills me, is this new look that Peter Dutton is going to get. It's going to make himself over. Will he have the same empathy consultants that cost the taxpayers so much money that didn't really work on Scott? But Dutton has been trying to reshape his image. And he urges us to reserve our judgment of him until we see his entire character. He says that positions which he held, like defence, home affairs and immigration, that those positions didn't allow him to show his complete self and that they were roles that made it hard for him to crack into a smile or a joke. Golly. 
But I've heard him joking, and you heard him joking too. You know perfectly well he likes to have a joke. Remember his really funny line, Time doesn't mean anything when you're about to have water lapping at your door. That was his joke from 2015, when he was with Abbott and Scott, waiting for Pacific Island leaders to arrive for a meeting. They were joking about the time. It seems as though those Pacific Island leaders were a little late for the meeting. Abbott reckoned it was Cape York time. Ho, 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 ha, ha. But Dutton said, time doesn't mean anything when you're about to have water lapping at your door. Oh, what a jolly joke. I mean, seriously, how funny is that? How funny does anyone find that? I suppose we could all have a joke about his stance on refugees and him warning us not to show any compassion towards refugees. No compassion. This is the same man when, as immigration minister, he allowed two European tourists to enter the country, even though Border Force officers told him they were at high risk of working in breach of their tourist visas because they were all pair girls for one of Dutton's mates. And he spoke about the little girls in Bilolela and he called them anchor babies. I suppose that's funny too. Depends on the sort of humour you have, I suppose. What I find really funny, he's suddenly being photographed with his children. Apparently photographs with children work. They make you look human. But the stories are appearing in newspapers saying Dutton is not a monster. I mean, I find that bloody funny. You have to have newspapers writing stories to say, oh no, he is not a monster. What about you, listener? Have you ever had a headline like that about yourself? Or even a small snippet on page 13? But what we mustn't forget, while we're joking about Peter Dutton trying to practice a smile, is this is the man who boycotted the apology to the stolen generations. And he says now, oh, I didn't appreciate the symbolism of it and the importance to Indigenous people. Now, this is the Queensland copper who was well known in the force for taking young Indigenous children in their early teens and younger for a ride in his police car, right off the track there, right up the track into the bush. He would confiscate their shoes and say, walk back. But he didn't appreciate the symbolism of the apology to the stolen generation. This is the opposition leader. The very same one who oversaw a spying operation on Senator Sarah Hansen-Young, the Green Senator, who made a visit to Nauru, the visit that ultimately uncovered systematic abuse taking place. He had her followed and surveilled. He called Hansen Young an embarrassment to our country for exposing the abuses. It was called Operation Raven, this spying operation, and confirmed by Wilson Security. Now, that's the very private security operator that oversees the infamous detention centre. This is our opposition leader. And the African gangs. Please remind me about the African gangs, Peter Dutton. The gangs that are terrorising the people of Melbourne, so we're all scared to go out at night. 
I'd be scared to go out at night thinking you were out there. I'm also interested that Dutton says he started part-time work at a butcher shop after school until he started university. He also says, I saved and bought a house at 19. Well, that's really good going. A part-time teenage butcher boy saved enough for a house. There's some detail missing here, or rather, I just don't believe it. But you are the leader of the opposition, and I'm glad you are. You'll keep the opposition in the corner for a long time to come. 3CR Well, I'm going to leave you here, listener. We have a truncated program this morning. I blame the bagman, of course. He's gallivanting around in Kakadu, and we have no connection. Nothing on the internet, nothing on the phone. So you'll have to hear from him next week. But in the meantime, at this very late stage of preparing the program, I'm having to leave it at 30 minutes. But I want to finish up with a song dedicated to the opposition. And before I play this classic from the early 70s, I'd recommend you to have a look at YouTube at Friendly Geordies. That's Friendly Geordies, J-O-R-D-I-E-S. Friendly Geordies, good value. And now a classic bit of music for the opposition. Wipeout. Wipeout.